السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of all Allah, that we continue with the tafsir and commentary of the Noble Quran. Our starting point is Surah Al-Mu'minun, chapter number 23, and verse number 62 is our starting point. Before we start today's lesson, let us recap and summarize yesterday's lesson. All Allah informed us the non-Muslims thought that the more wealth and the more children they have, grandchildren, نُسَارِئُ لَهُمْ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ that we are hastening to them with the goodness and this is the sign of success and prosperity. Allah says, Nay, they do not perceive it. They do not comprehend and understand it. Everything of theirs rotates and focuses only on materialism. How many properties, how many inshore, offshore accounts do I have? How many children and how many grandchildren do I have? فَلَا تُعْجِبْكَ أَمْوَالُهُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُهُمْ Do not let their wealth and children and progeny impress you. إِنَّمَا يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُؤَذِّبَهُمْ بِهَا Allah is going to use their wealth and their children and progeny to punish them. Allah is going to punish them with their own wealth. Allah will punish them with their own children and progeny. So this is how Almighty Allah explains everything vividly, clearly, explicitly in the Noble Qur'an. Who are the people who are rushing towards the good deeds? They possess all these qualities. Verily, they are those people who developed and inculcated the fear of Almighty Allah, Mushfiqoon, and they have that fear at all times, all places, all circumstances. Me and you, we are sanctimonious in private with somebody else, in public with somebody else. In Safar and Hadar, we are different people. When I'm at home, I'm different. When I'm on holiday and now going here and there, we're different. So remember, that is not the true Islam. 
true Islam is that the majesty, the greatness of all Allah is embedded in the inner recesses of our heart, then that person has inculcated khashya. Innama yakshallaha min ibadihi ulamaa. The true ulama and alim are those who have the quality of khashya, the love of Allah, the fear of Allah at all times, all places. Today we're just giving certificates left, right and center and that person for real things is a alim. Nay, there's no alim like that. The true alim is a person who has khashya. All the others are not ulama. And that is the verdict of all Allah Jalla wa Allah. So we need to remember that this quality is very, very important. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِمْ يُؤْمِنُونَ And those are the ones who believe in the verses of their sustainer, nourisher, provider. So every verse we must believe in it unreservedly, unconditionally. Islam is not logical. Islam is supra-logical. Supra-logic above and beyond my logic and your logic. You can see today in the various parliaments of the various countries, different countries, that they pass a law, they promulgate it, and then what a mess it becomes. So that is because they rely on their logic and they detach themselves and divorce themselves from divine law and divine rights. They only speak of human rights. That human rights without divine rights is not worth the paper on which it is written. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ بِرَبِّهِمْ لَا يُشْرِكُونَ And there are those people who never commit shirk and ascribe somebody something with all Allah Jalla wa So remember that shirk, that is that to associate somebody something with Allah that this person yeah he will give me children this one yeah will give me cure that one day will give me this nay the person can only be a means but the one who gives the real maker doer giver is almighty Allah Jalla wala وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتَوْا And they are those people who give and spend from what is given to them. They have assets, they have wealth, they have land, they have sand, all these plantations and farms and whatever you. And when they spend, وَقُلُوبُهُمْ وَجِلَا Their hearts are trembling while they spend. Ya Allah, I gave this thousand rand, thousand dollars, thousand euros, thousand rupees, whatever you want, hundred thousand million. So will Allah accept it or reject it? Now their hearts are palpitating. Their hearts are trembling. Their bodies are shivering. So that is the meaning of وَقُلُوبُهُمْ وَجِلَتُونَ أَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ رَاجِعُونَ Because tomorrow they have to return to Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala. I mentioned to you in yesterday's lesson, the incident is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. Our mother Siddiqatu bintu Siddiq, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala ana asked, Ya Rasulallah, these people whose hearts are trembling and shaking and their bodies are now, you know, shaking as well. 
Are they those people, yes, noon, Yasrikun, they committed fornication, adultery, committed theft, and so forth. Nay, laya binta siddiq. Nay, nay, nay. The interpretation you are making is incorrect. Yuswalloon, wayasumoon, wayatasaddaqoon, wayakhafoon. They read salat, they fast, they give charity, they do good deeds, but they fear. Will those actions be accepted in the court of Allah or will it be rejected by Allah because all Allah also has a rule and the rule is All Allah only accepts from those who have the quality of taqwa and true piety and Allah consciousness. Therefore, I told you the three incidents. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala used to say, a Muslim, a true Muslim must worry more about kabuliyat and acceptance in the court of Allah than the action itself. Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah salam, with his beloved son Nabi Ismail salam, completed the reconstruction of the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafah, and now they're begging, beseeching Almighty Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. Oh, beloved Allah, accept it. And how accepted it is. Today you go 100,000 people. In every day, 1 million people performing tawaf. Subhanallah, people from all parts of the world are there. Min kulli fajjin amik, far and distant and remote places. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu performs hajj and then returns and makes this dua to set the precedent for humanity and posterity. The hadith in Ibn Majah, Allahumma j'ala hajjan la riya'a fiha wa la sum'a. Ya Allah, let this hajj be such a hajj. La riya'a. It must not be there to impress the eyes of people. Wa la sum'a. And not to impress the ears of people. So only, only, Exclusively for your pleasure, for your rida'i rabbik, for your pleasure alone, O Allah. That is the criteria by all Allah. When a person has these aforementioned qualities, they are the ones who are rushing towards the righteous good speech and good actions and righteous deeds. And they are the ones who will come out first. They are the ones who will beat the others because they inculcated within themselves the true qualities of the true believers. Today's lesson, Surah Mu'minun, Surah 23, verse number 62. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, Wala nukallifu nafsan, and we have not burdened any person. Three discussions here, Allah is one, but Allah uses the word we. It is a symbol of respect and reverence. Number two, Allah Ta'ala is stamping His authority. Sometimes I use singular, sometimes plural. Fa'alul lima yurid. I do as I please. I give you summer, winter, rainy conditions. What can you do? Nay, we are accepted, Ya Allah, and we don't complain. Because you are our khalik, you are our malik, you are our creator, our owner. We are your slaves and servants, Ya Allah. So we are rida bil qada. That we accept it and we are pleased with it as well. 
Third one, this is the beauty of the Islamic law. La yukallifullahu nafsan illa husaha. There is no taklif mala you talk. Taklif mala you talk means there is not a single rule and a law in Islam which is beyond the ability, capability, capacity of the human being. Every law is within our grasp. Every law is within our ability, capability. Remember, we don't want to do it because of our laziness, because of our nifaq and hypocrisy. Then that's a different issue. But if the person wants to do it, then easily he can fulfill and execute that task. And we have not burdened any person, any soul, except that which is within his or her ability, capability, capacity. And by us, by us, by Allah, there is a book. You know, today people, the principal or the vice chancellor, they have a special book. And in there they write the accolades of people. This person passed with ten distinctions. This person passed with nine, eight distinctions. And they write the complaints. Everything they have to record. So yeah, Allah Ta'ala is in His possession. The lohe mahfuz. Tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, the non-Muslims will ask, Mali al kitab. What is wrong with this book? La yugadiru sagiratan wala kabiratan illa ahsaha. It is not omitted any minus and major sin, but everything is recorded in it. Wawajadu ma'amilu hadira. And you will find everything a person did present there. Yes, a person is a true Muslim, a true believer, a true mu'min, committed vices and sin, and then cried to Allah, made sincere tawbah. Then you will not find that vices and sin there. It has been expunged and has been removed. Through the mercy, grace, and power of Almighty Allah, Jalla so Almighty Allah says, وَلَدَيْنَا كِتَابُ يَنْتِقُ بِالْحَقِّ That book itself will speak. Tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, Hajr Aswad will speak. Allah will give it a tongue and He will say, ABC Abdullah, Abdul Qadir, Fatima, Zainab came and kissed me. And they kissed me and touched me with Iman. But that person touched me with Nifaq and Kufr and Shirk. So what doubt is there? Almighty Allah will let our limbs speak. Al-Yawma nakhtimu ala afwayihim. On the tongue they will be sealed, it will be closed. Wa tukallimuna aydihim wa tashadu arjuluhum bima kanu yaksibun. The hands will be speaking, the feet will be giving testimony and evidence against the person. So yeah, if the book speaks, there is nothing to be amazed about it. Waladaina, today you see with technology how our phones they are talking back to us, how our computers are speaking. Hundred and one examples today a person can give. Waladaina kitabu yantikubilhaq and it will utter and speak the truth. No addition, no omission, everything. Wahum la yudulamun. 
they will not be dealt with unjustly. So the vices will not be increased, and the good will not be decreased. Everything will be there and shown. Therefore, the land will give evidence. The lungs and organs will give evidence, and the computers, meaning Kiram and Katibin, will come with their books and showed on this day at that time you committed this crime, you did this good deed, whatever it might be. The land and sand will speak overwhelming evidence. The person will ask, will be asked by Allah, did are you sure now that justice took place? He'll say yes. Said fine, now you go to Jahannam. Allah forbid the person goes to Jahannam. It is Adalam in Allah, the justice system of Allah. And when a person goes to Jannah and Paradise, it is Fadalam in Allah, the mercy and grace of Almighty Allah. Nay, the truth is this. They are hearts. Qulub, the plural of qalb. There's a heart. We can turn it and twist it the direction we want to. We turn it towards Almighty Allah, the mercy of Allah. We fall in love with Allah. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah is his laqab and title one of the greatest imams the world has seen Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal a master of tafsir a master of hadith a master of fiqh but he is to go and sit in the majlis of Bahlul Dana e Bahlul when you go to Iraq, then you will find Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal's grave there next to the Tigris River. You will find Dana Bahlul's grave there. Alhamdulillah, we went to all these places. So Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahimahullah, occasionally, once a week, once a month, once in two, three months, used to go sit in the majlis of Bahlul. His students were amazed. They said, oh, Ustad, we want to ask you a question. He said, Tafadl, go ahead. They said in tafsir, you know more than Bahlul, yes. In hadith and sunnah, you know more than him. In tarikh, in fiqah, jurisprudence, history, everything you know. So every science you know more than him, but why must you go sit there? Listen to the answer. The response of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahimahullah. Yes, my beloved students, what you are saying is the truth. But he, Bahlul, knows more about Allah than I know. So that you call Arif Billah, the person who recognizes the majesty, the greatness of Almighty Allah Jalla and he falls in love with Almighty Allah and the bounties of Allah. So these people here, yeah, the non-Muslims, but their hearts are doubting only on materialism. The money is sweeter than honey. So that is their religion. But their hearts are fi jahalatin, fi dwalalatin. So ghamra, you can translate, are in ignorance. Their hearts are ignoring. Their hearts are totally astray and devoid minahada of this. Where are they interested in the day of 
of reckoning and justice. Where they interested about Jannat and Paradise, they're not interested in the least. So because the hearts are tainted and polluted, the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Inna fil jasadil mudra, there is a piece of flesh in the human body. When that piece of flesh is good, the entire body is good. It will be motivated, inspired to do good actions and deeds. When it is corrupted, corroded and rusted, then the whole body becomes rusted and corrupted and corroded. You can see what's happening in today's world. Allah, behold, what is that piece of flesh? Wahi al-qalb is the heart. So when the heart is corrupted, that is what happens. Is totally unmindful and totally ignorant of this. And for them, there are other actions beside this. Beside their engrossment into this world and the material life, so beside that, Mindunizalik, Humlaha Amilun, they are doing those actions. They continue with their kufr and blasphemy. They continue with their shirk and polytheism. They continue with their nifaq and hypocrisy. They continue being sanctimonious, a double identity. So all this continues. So therefore, me and you have to check and revisit our ikhlas. The easy test everyone should do is In private and public, our actions must remain the same. People today become very active in front of their teacher, in front of their sheikh. When they are there in a certain place to impress people, they do extra. All that is riya and ostentation and showing off. So ikhlas is in private, public, small crowd, big crowd, our actions remain the same and this consistency is the key. That is what Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu taught us. Ahabbul a'amali ilallah adwamuha wa inqalla. The most beloved action by Allah is the one where there is continuation and consistency. Although quantity-wise it is little bit, every day you give out one rain. It's better than that person one day comes and just gives out thousand rain. That person reads two rakat salat, shukran lillahi azza wa jal daily. Ya oh my beloved Allah, I read this two rakats because of your bounties ever recurring, showering upon me. It's better than that person who comes one night and reads twenty rakats, nafil salat and tahajjud and everything. So we need to have that timetable. So yeah, all Allah is speaking about them. They are in jahala, in ignorance. Never mind how many Nobel awards and prizes they want, how many degrees they have. As far as Islam goes, they're ignorant. They know the superficial things of this worldly life. But about the real life of the year after, they are unmindful. Now they're enjoying themselves and they are engrossed in their material pursuits. They're enjoying their careers, as they would say, so much so. Now the time comes. 
Then suddenly, Ida Mufajatiya. Subhanallah. You need to understand the beauty, the style, the glory of the Quran. Hatta so much so. Ida Mufajatiya. Suddenly, Akhadunamutrafihim bil adab. We seize, we overtake them with our punishment. Who mutrafihim? Here there are three terms. We are eating now, having lunch, and now you left some of it, and you didn't eat it. That is israf. Kulu washrabu wala tusrifu. Eat, drink, but don't waste. So you just leave it there. That is you leaving for shaitan. One is tabzir. Now you have a wedding, and you call the music band, and you pay them twenty, fifty thousand rand. So from starting to ending, squandering wealth, you become the brother of shaitan. Worse than that is itraf, mutrafin. So mutrafihim, the people whose whole aim is just to enjoy in this world, and whether the money comes halal, haram, they're not interested in all that. Love for today, enjoy your life, and die, and finish, end of the story. So these are the people who are haughty, proud, and they want the best fineries of life. They want the exclusive things of life. They want the luxuries of life. That is mutrafihim. So much so we seize them, those who are leading the extravagant lifestyle, living in pomp and glory and luxury. Bil adab with punishment. The earth that's shaking. The tsunami comes. The hurricane comes. Now they see they are losing grip of the empire. Ida hum yaj'aroon. See again, Ida. Suddenly they start screaming, shouting, asking, begging, Allah help us. I give you the words in Arabic so you understand properly. So it means they start shouting, screaming, Oh Allah, help me, help me. When a people and a nation forgets the admonishment and vices given to them, we open everything for them. Look at the Muslim countries today. What were things they are doing? Millions and billions of dollars wasted in absolute haram. So all Allah Jalla speaks of that. When they are happy and arrogant with what they are given. You see here Allah said, Suddenly we seize them. Then they are totally disillusioned. They lost hope. So Allah says, don't start shouting. Don't scream. Nothing is going to help. I gave you the people of Iman and Islam. And you practice on Quran and Sunnah. Everything you try to do, I gave you barakah in your life, blessing, reward. And those people who were living a life on the lap of luxury and they wanted to show off and please the kafir non-Muslim culture and groveling at their feet and shining their boots. So those are the mutrafihim. Idahum yajarun. Suddenly they will be screaming and shouting Allah's answer. La tajarul yom. Today, the day I unleash my punishment. No screaming allowed. 
meaning you can scream, it's not going to help. When that ship now is sinking, the people are drowning, how they scream, but alas, there's no one to give them any comfort, any solace, any assistance, none. La tajarul yom, innakum minna la tunsarun. Indeed, you, O people, O kafirin, mushrikin, munafikin, verily you from my side, from our side, Allah's side, la tunsarun. You would not be given any assistance, any help, nothing to come. The non-Muslims with the Abdul Qais were coming from Makkah towards Medina after the Battle of Uhud. And the Muslims had just lost 70 men in the Battle of Uhud. And Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Sahaba were very, very concerned. And they came, they were the Abdul Qais and they told Sahaba and Muslims, Inna Nasak Abu Sufyan told them to say this. In he was non-Muslim that time. Inna Nasak Jamau Lakum Fakshohum. They are organizing, mobilizing their armies. They're coming again to attack you, and they want to annihilate you. Instead of Sahaba getting frightened, Allah describes their actions and their speech. Their actions. Fazadahum imana. The iman increase internally. Externally, their speech. Waqalu hasbun Allahu animal wakil. Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is the best one to take care of our matters and affairs. See Allah's help. And for these people, la tajarul yom, no shouting, screaming today, innakum minna la tunsarun, no assistance to you from our side. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alim.